Hi, I'm Vivian. And I'm Jason. And this is Burger of the Week. Each week we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers and then we create themed burgers based on the episode. This week we're talking about Season 3, Episode 14, Lindependent Woman. This episode was written by Mike Benner, directed by Don McKinnon, and it aired February 17th, 2013. The store next door was Let's Scissor Collage Studio. I like that one. That's funny. <laughs> it's a little risque for Fox. Well, you know, it's it's subtle enough that if you're not in the know, right. then you won't know. Okay. The exterminator van was The Mice Man Cometh which is great. Yeah, it's actually the title. Well, it's a play on... The Iceman Cometh. Yeah, but not necessarily the song. It could be the play. Okay. Yeah, which I looked up um, and it's very depressing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Or <laughs> just, could be the... Look it up. The Iceman Cometh. I think it's Eugene O'Neill. Yeah, not exactly the happiest of plays. Or the Arnold quote from... Batman and Robin. Come on, the Iceman cometh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you heard it now. No, that's okay. We'll, Jason's we'll edit, really we'll bad. edit that out. <laughs> okay. We had a few burgers of the day. We had Don't You For Cheddar About Me burger. Don't You Forget About Me. Good song. Good song. We had I Mint To Do That burger. Which is cute, but like mint and a burger just sounds gross Doesn't to me. it say it comes with a mint relish? Yeah, but that sounds gross. Mm. Anyway, maybe it's just me. Like those combos, that combo just doesn't work. Could be very refreshing. Yeah, but it's like brushing your teeth and then eating a burger. Brushing your teeth with a meat patty. No, 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 no. Brushing your teeth... <laughs> Like with a minty fresh toothpaste and then eating a burger. That's how I would like put it in my mind. I know that mint jelly is a thing. What about burger flavored toothpaste? Like Ew, that's disgusting. I stick to the traditional mint. That's it. Even cinnamon is like, mm-mm. Spearmint? Yeah, spearmint's fine. Peppermint? Yeah. All Double the mints mint? are fine, but anything other than that is weird. Not a fan. And then we had only the provolone burger which is very apt for how bob is feeling in this episode yeah we had a few guest actors this week we had matt besser as greg he's the fresh feed manager he's known as miranda's dad in haters back off crazy ira in parks and rec and so much more gotta say he was really really terrible guy in haters back off he was horrible well he was trying to be horrible oh yeah right? absolutely so... he did a great job and i really wanted to knock him right out <laughs> he's better as greg a little passive aggressive but still good a little sarcastic yeah but he's a semi-pro kite pilot and mm -hmm. that's cool right and he likes sure. the disco minute which is also good <laughs> we had ben schwartz as josh i know him best as john ralphio from parks and rec but he's also voiced a character on bojack horseman which i haven't watched but many people have recommended to me and he was on House of Lies with our lovely Kristen Bell. Mm. And we have Tim Meadows as Mike the Mailman. I don't think we've actually ever brought 
up who he is, so I'm doing it now, because I realize that I know him best as the principal in Mean Girls. <laughs> and recently he played Caleb on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And we have, uh, we have him for just a couple lines. Yeah, but he's been around. We haven't really acknowledged Tim Meadows as Mike the Mailman, so let's just give him his due now. Yeah, for sure. He's earned it. All right, Jason, tell us what this episode is all about. To help the Belcher finances, Linda takes a job at a grocery store, leaving Bob to run the place on his own. Feeling unappreciated at the restaurant, she decides to go full-time at Fresh Feed as a shift manager. The employees take advantage of her, leaving her alone to manage the store. Bob apologizes, and Linda admits she doesn't like Fresh Feed. She quits, and the dream team is reunited. Meanwhile, Tina meets a cute boy while exploring the milk fridge. So this episode, really, the kids take a back seat. Yes, very much so. It's mostly about Linda, mm -hmm. to be honest. I really like this episode. I think it's so much fun, and it's nice to see like a different setting and Linda in a different place. Yeah, she looks a little strange not wearing the apron or her regular outfit. Yeah, and it's nice that we're getting a story that makes sense for the family. Mm -hmm. Like, they're struggling they have been struggling financially since the beginning since of the show day one yeah and to know that linda has you know thought about taking a part-time job before feels very real mm -hmm. and then for her to actually take it also very real a person in this kind of situation would likely have to do something like that but then we add something more to it it's not just going to be oh well linda is you know, now working at Fresh Feed and that's just the show, mm -hmm. we get to have this little dynamic of Bob struggling to be her boss, but also her husband and that kind of murky territory. It feels like a very, uh, the episode, the foundation of it is very real. Mm -hmm. And, you know, families go through this. Yeah. And you and I can relate to this, sort of, because we do work together. Yeah, we work together. So it's watching this is, is interesting because some of the discussions seem kind of relevant and like things that I wouldn't even want to dare go near. Oh, okay. Are you telling <laughs> me you're going to evaluate me? That's exactly <laughs> it. I was like, I would never, ever want to do that. Oh, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Louise knows immediately that this is a bad idea. Oh, so yeah. she's like, wait, wait, let me grab the popcorn and I'm Ooh, just going to evaluate your wife. <laughs> yeah, this is going to go great. Yeah. So for some context for our listeners who are not in the know, we run a photo booth business together. So it's not as though we're working together day in, day out like Bob and Linda. Yeah, it's not a nine to five. It's but it is still something that we do together. And every time that we have a photo booth event, we're with each other the whole time. Mm hmm. So it's, it's interesting, like, to see this dynamic, but it's still a very different situation. So let's jump right to the beginning of the episode. The very first topic of conversation that Linda brings up with Bob is the lady at the bank. Her husband <laughs> had to get recircumcised because it grew back. Now, I'm not going to go into this because it's hilarious, but yes, it can grow back. What? It can? I'm not going to go into the details. It's only if it's done improperly. It can grow back? It can grow back. Some... What is it, like snake skin? I'm so terrified I'm not right going to go into the details. You have Google. You have the technology. Figure it out yourself. But you can also, as an adult, 
if you are discovering that you'd rather not be circumcised, mm. you can go through a lengthy process of lengthening your foreskin yourself. Oh my god. Yep. Maybe so, that's what he did. He just lied to his wife. Very possible. But this this process <laughs> could take years and it you have to be very dedicated to do it. So if you're interested in that type of thing, go look it up. Go figure it out. It's 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 a thing. Man. I've never felt so bad for people with penises. <laughs> yeah. I like that Linda is just so casually friendly with this woman from the bank. Like, we know that Bob doesn't have a good relationship with anyone from the bank. But Linda's just like BFFs with this lady, Marcy. And it just, it makes sense. Because Linda is definitely one of those people that can be friends with anybody. Right. And Bob is very much not that way. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's a little awkward with everyone that he has to be in contact with. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not Linda, that's for sure. I do like the joke, the, uh, at least my bedroom beef supply is free. <laughs> that is very funny. Because that's, that's just such a, like, mom joke, I guess. <laughs> it's very cute. And then we go to Fresh Feed, and I don't know if you have ever been to a Trader Joe's before. Never. Okay. It is a very obvious ripoff of Trader Joe's. Okay. The signs with like the funny sayings, the right, yes. Yeah. Uh, one it's of my a favorite, thing. one of my favorite comedians does a bit on Trader Joe's, and that's where this is from. Okay, if anybody is wants to look up Gale Waters Waters, oh, <laughs> Trader Joe's episode, go for it because it's fantastic. Maybe we'll put it up on our Twitter. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so in Canada we don't have a Trader Joe's, so unfortunately we don't get funny puns and signs when we go shopping. But if I recall correctly, the last time I went to a Trader Joe's, it wasn't very cheap. It was actually kind of like mid-level, you know? So for Canadians out there, it was not a food basics. It was like a Loblaws. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a bit higher up. Yeah, definitely a higher scale. Like you're not paying 19 cents per orange. I saw that in the episode and I was like, oh my God. Our oranges are like 75 cents, 80 cents per one. Mm -hmm. So I like this grocery store. I think it's cute. I do like the signs. I like the disco minute and the fact that it actually lasts for an entire minute, mm -hmm. which is cute. I think I'd probably start to hate it if I worked there, though. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. Especially if Greg is one of those managers that makes you dance during it. The uh, mandatory disco minute. Yeah. Mm-mm. So how do you feel about Linda taking the job without talking to Bob? Do you feel like that's part of why he gets frustrated with her? Yeah, because he didn't, he wasn't able to have that conversation mm -hmm. and like discuss it with her and say, do we really need this? Is this something that you find important? Will this make you happy? Et cetera, et cetera. How often do you plan on working? Is there a no, way this, we can make I'm not this? saying, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that this should be a, she needs to ask his permission type of thing. Mm -hmm. It's, they're, they're a team. Yeah. And her taking another job also means that Bob isn't able to do as much at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a bit of frustration on Bob's part that is warranted. Yeah, I agree with you. Now, Linda being super excited to work in a grocery store is kind of cute, mainly because I used to work in a grocery store. I once worked in the produce section and then another time in the deli. 
And it's definitely not a fun job. It sucks. <laughs> so... Do you, think, just, yeah. do you think maybe she's excited because it's new? Oh, definitely. something that she's never done before? Because mm-hmm. I know when I first started working retail, I was super excited because this was new and I'd never had a job before and I'd be able to meet all these coworkers and meet all these people and it was exciting. And then, of course, after a few weeks and months, you realize that Linda's absolutely right. Everybody just wants to go home. Yeah. Because it's a grocery store. And being there for longer than an hour sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I just, like, don't care to go to the grocery store that much. I don't mind it if I'm shopping quickly. But lengthy periods at a grocery store. I don't know what it is. It's like, there's food everywhere around you. I just want to go home and eat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely because it's a new job and she's excited to have some independence. Like, Mm -hmm. not working with Bob anymore, getting to do her own thing and meeting new people. Yeah. And she's singing to herself in the shower how excited she is. Mm-hmm. She looks super weird in without the shower the, without, without the, the hair, hair and like, the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all down and it was neat. I think that's the first time we've seen the hair down like that and without glasses. Oh. Like the combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She kind of looks like a thumb. like a pretty thumb but you know yeah because the hair isn't giving her any shape her face just looks really long and she doesn't have like a chin none of the belchers do no so yeah she looks like a pretty thumb (laughs) they're not a a family of strong chins Mm, strong jaw lines Mm -mm. so she meets greg who's really sarcastic dick i gotta say he's he's rude after like really is when he first meets her as a customer he's very kind and he says oh you know this place has great hours and this is the disco minute and here's i'm a semi-pro kite pilot all this stuff and then when she goes in for first shift he's like oh you're kind of pushy oh yeah and thanks for pointing that out yeah snarky very much so not a fan and then he leaves her alone after like one week of being there promotes her to shift manager yeah, I think you should wait a little longer for that. Yeah, I think usually you'd wait, you know, your probation period, maybe three months, and then discuss how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Getting a report card, yeah. quote unquote, after like a couple of days. Yeah, her first week and then she gets a report card. Oh, report cards at work. No, thank you. Nope, I'm good. And then we get Bob's horrible review of Linda saying that you're sometimes nice to people. But you're on the phone too much and your hair falls out all the time. It's not good. I mean, she doesn't wear a hairnet. No. He does not either, though. No, he doesn't. And he's balding, so... Yep. Who's the pot calling the kettle black? That's how that expression goes, yeah? You got it. (laughs) So I think that's something Hugo should be bringing up multiple Mm. times that he's in the restaurant. Where are your hairnets? Ugh to wear a hairnet at a restaurant like if you're not the one cooking but if you're as soon as you step foot in the back of the kitchen that's true gotta put on the hairnet i mean i worked at a&w and i definitely had to wear a hairnet even though i had a hat on oh and linda does do prep work like cutting the veggies so yeah okay so louise and Jean and tina and everyone go visit linda at her new job yeah Gene now takes advantage of his mom's new position by eating all the samples. 
And Louise decides to tie balloons to all the shrimp and set them free. I was just thinking Louise thought she was able to set them free. Like, they're going to live their shrimp lives somewhere else far away. No, I definitely saw her imagining this as raining shrimp. Okay. Not in a cute, like, oh, I, I want to save the shrimp and let them live their lives. Like, she knows they're dead and she thinks it's funny. Okay. That That's her like, practical joke, basically. Unthawed shrimp is going to fall down on people. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And also probably start to make the store smell because of the sheer number Ugh. of shrimp she has tied to balloons. She was dedicated. She really was. This is a prank. This is no way like an innocent child thing. Mm-hmm. The kids really do take a back seat in this episode, except for Tina. Like Tina gets the bulk of the, the kid's story. Yeah. And her whole search for the kid with the turtle bite on his finger makes like no sense to me because all of these boys line up. Meanwhile, how many boys with turtle bites on their fingers are like being weird in a dairy fridge? <laughs> Apparently a lot of boys in the neighborhood because you read that ad and if you have not been bitten by a turtle recently, why do you respond to it? Yeah, you don't, you're not thinking, oh, this definitely does not apply to me, but let's go anyway. Yeah. Just for the laugh. I don't know. I like the setup that she's got with the napkin dispensers mm -hmm. and the finger. Like, she doesn't just look to see someone who looks kind of like the guy in the fridge. But that whole thing, the whole missed connection, like the Craigslist style missed connection, but like telephone pole style. Mm. I thought that was really cute. About eight or nine years ago, I saw on Craigslist that there was somebody who posted a misconnection and I knew that he was talking about the store that I worked at. Oh. And I actually, his description of the woman actually was one of my coworkers. Oh, weird. And I knew who she was and I, I remembered the, the whole situation. So I, I brought her up. I, I showed her the whole ad, the misconnection and told her about it. And a bunch of people in the store were like, oh, you should contact him and you should go. And so she did. She contacted him and they went out on a date and that was that. But. Nothing came of it, but oh. it, it still worked out. And it was really funny to see somebody that you knew and that you actually worked with on one of those misconnection posts. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's no. really neat. And obviously this one didn't work out, but she just ends up seeing him in the same place, which to me makes the most sense. Just hang out at the store. Yeah, but... exactly. You see someone that you think is, you know, you exchange words at a specific location. You want to see them again. Go back to that location. Just as long as you don't go back too much. Don't be a stalker. Well, you go back until you see them. Yeah. You don't like hang around and watch them. You wait to see if right. they show yeah. up. Yeah. That's... Then you're like, hey, I saw you last week here. Do you want to go for a bite? <laughs> a turtle bite. <laughs> Just the way you said that was so awkward. I can imagine you at like a grocery store trying to pick up some chick just by walking up to her and being like, oh, yes, I saw you. Oh, last week. Would you like to go for a bite? Wow, I sound <laughs> nothing like that at all. I know, you're so much smoother than and that. And I'm pretty sure if we had had a conversation <laughs> that went on for several minutes like Tina did with Josh, That's then true. it would be totally different. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I just relish the opportunity to poke fun at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so Bob is back at work. 
without Linda. Mm-hmm. And Mort and Teddy decide to do locker room talk. Oh, my Man God. talk. And I think what they they bring up is hilarious because it's absolutely 100% true what you guys would, would talk about. You, you've done this? Oh, absolutely. You've described your testicles with a movie title. Well, not specifically okay, my testicles. Okay, do it now. <laughs> I'm looking at all my movies here. Uh, well, I hope you're not going to say bones. That was going <laughs> to... Or prison break. <laughs> How about the whole area? The house on Haunted Hill. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh wait, wait. The Lord of War. Overkill? Uh, ouch. <laughs> Harsh. <laughs> I feel like Linda would appreciate this conversation. She would think it's funny. Yeah, but she wouldn't be able to contribute. Chest. You know dead. that she would contribute in a way that she tried to play with the kids playing with Bob. Oh, she would ruin yeah. it. She would mom it up. Oh, she'd mom it all up. Okay. Also, have we learned before that Teddy only has one testicle? Because this is news to me. Maybe he donated it. To what? Who wants a testicle? Somebody who had testicular cancer and needed to have it removed. Can you get a testicle transplant? Is that a thing? Do I need Give to look this balls, up? Give me your balls, man. <laughs> do, we need, do we need to do research on this? I don't know if I want to do research on this. Moving on from these bizarre topics of conversation. Mm-hmm. So when Linda becomes shift manager, it really bugs me when they go inside the employee room and she starts erasing names off the job board and like it doesn't line up. The animators just didn't do this properly. So when Mitch asks to switch with her because he doesn't want to write funny signs, she erases his name from parking lot duties. That's not what he was asking for. And then later, um, I noticed that there's only one place for like register one, not all of the other registers. Yeah, they're like eight or nine. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. It's just little attention to detail that kind of bugged me. And then there was another area where no one was scheduled for something. Meanwhile, we see that there are other people at the store. Mm -hmm. And there's no way in an entire grocery store that you would only have like five employees. Right. It just wouldn't happen. There's so many employees at a grocery store. It's ridiculous. I didn't even know like most of the people working at the grocery store when I was working at them. Right. So how would you fix this? How would I have fixed this? Yeah. Um, if I was Linda? No, no, no. If you were the storyboard artist or the, the animator. I would have added random people in the background, like random employees. I would have added random employee names. I wouldn't have had a whiteboard. Ah. I would have just had a sheet of paper with all the schedules and she just crosses them off. Yeah, and maybe you don't even see the names. Exactly. You just, just see her crossing it off. Because as soon as you add names and titles, then people are going to look at it and see something's wrong. Yeah. People like us. Yeah. <laughs> people like us who are looking a little too closely. So this whole section of Linda covering for all these people mm -hmm. hurts to watch. Oh, yeah. It's so painful to see all these people taking advantage of a good person mm -hmm. who's just trying to help. And we also get to see that they're all really bad at their jobs and should probably be fired. Mm -hmm. Because Mitch just deciding to ditch out in the middle of a task, by the way. He hasn't even like finished putting away those boxes he's carrying. Mm -hmm. And he just decides to ditch. And Marta saying, I think I'm going to be sick tomorrow. Yeah, and I have to go pick up my kids or something. 
I just want to leave. And then Jamie with his excuse of, oh, well, I just ate a meatloaf, so I'm going to take a nap. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to take a nap. See you in 20. No. All of these people should be fired. Yes. Yeah. So when the store is descending into chaos, we get to see the rollerblade guy mm-hmm. who passes by while Louise is marking down the alcohol. So let's do a flashback to what episode is this? Art crawl? Sheesh cab bob. Sheesh cab bob. And when- you brought this up. Yep. I did. He says, great prices. Wish I still drank. Because we saw him back in Sheesh Cab Bob and he was drunk as a skunk and having a hard time holding himself up. Mm-hmm. And Bob, who was a cab driver in that episode, had to help him out of the car and try to stand him up while he was on rollerblades. So the canon for you is that's the that's rollerblade dude's moment of clarity. Like, yep. I need to stop drinking. Mm-hmm. There you go. We see someone who has clearly made some good choices in his life. You know, stop drinking. That's good. He's still rollerblading around in his he tiny is, little bathing suit. You know, well, sometimes you get the bloat after you stop drinking because you start to eat more. He's just trying to work off the extra pounds. Yep. Good for him. Yep. That's my canon for rollerblade guy. And then, of course, we have the fantastic duet that we haven't even mentioned mm-hmm. yet. How, the song. How, how did this happen? How do we not talk about this? I love this song. I think it's really cute. So he's trying to convince himself that this is this is working. This is okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. This is working. And meanwhile, Linda is saying this is working. Like, she's using the term working in the other context, like actually working. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm at my job. I'm working instead of this is working out. Yeah. That's the way I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I see it in the the two different ways too, yeah. I think it's really well done. I love the the song. I love the choreography as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that the animators did this duet was great. I especially love the spotlights on them at the end. Very cute. Very, very cute. They're in similar situations, but we see that Bob is very sad and Linda's feeling quite happy. Yep. Now, out of all the duets in Bob's Burgers, where does this one rank for you? Is third. Like... Oh, okay. Third. Can you tell me the top two? Yeah. So number one for me is Bad Stuff Happens in the Bathroom from their 100th episode special. Mm-hmm. So that's Louise and Bob. Another duet. Mm-hmm. And number two for me is Bob and Mr. Fish Odor. When Mr. Fish Odor is trying to convince Bob to get his restaurant... Mm, like nice f- things are nice. Nice things are nice. Not the bad things are bad when they're stuck under the pier together. Right. Nice things are nice. Okay. And then the waiter comes around and is like, now singing. <laughs> I think, yeah, I'd put bad stuff happens in the bathroom before this one. But the other one that I really enjoy, and it's not a duet exactly. Topsy. But it's happy crappy place. And also electric love is amazing too. Uh, Happy crappy place. Yeah. Which one's that? When Bob gets the garden and Louise and Linda have to deal with the two additions to the restaurant. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is is a good one as well. So I think it's a little lower down, but it's still a great number. I -hmm. think it's so fun and it's important for their relationship, I think. Now, when the power does go out at the restaurant and Teddy is there 
when Bob tells him to scat and he starts actually like scatting. <laughs> That's the funniest scene in the whole episode. That's amazing. Teddy just refuses to leave. He's like, where do you want me to go? Like, I'm fine. I'll just sit. I'll just sit here. And Bob's like, dark. no, get out. Scat. And then he starts. <laughs> I love it. I really hope that it was improvised. I could see it being improvised, but oh, I yeah. don't know. Maybe I'm not giving the writers enough credit. <laughs> Who knows? But it is fantastic. Oh, it's so good. Love it. Now, moving on to the end of the episode, when Tina finally does find her Cinderella turtle bite boy. Josh. Josh. Josh, wow. <laughs> I immediately knew that it was John Ralphio from Parks and Rec because I recognized his voice and I was so excited. I love Josh. I think Josh is fantastic and I love that we get to see him again. Mm-hmm. But I'm sad that we only get to see him once more. Two for Tina? Yes, two for Tina. Now, Tina pretty much just forgets that Jimmy Jr. exists in this episode. And you know what, girl? Go for it. Yeah. Just saying, Josh is a better choice. Milk love will be the strongest love ever, right? Jimmy Jr.'s kind of like, he likes Tina when it's convenient for him. Yeah. And Josh is all about the romance, pulling her through, knocking down chocolate milk boxes, and smooching her right there in the dairy fridge. I think it's cute. It's a good moment. Yeah, and it's a great story to tell your kids. Exactly. So they should be endgame. Ben Schwartz, please come back on the show. (laughs) Please come back. All right, Jason, do you have anything more to say about this episode? Yeah, there's one little Easter egg. I'm not sure whether you caught it. Oh. At the end when they're walking through the parking lot of Fresh Feed. Was it the license plate? That was Dr. Yap's car. Really? Yeah, I was born to drill you. Oh my gosh. Okay, I saw it, and but I had no idea what it was in reference to. That makes so much sense, though. Yeah, I went back to watch the season two episode, Dr. Yap, and that was his car. Oh, nice. Yep. Too bad we didn't get to see him. Mm-hmm. Just like walking through the aisles, you know? Yeah, maybe in the background. Mm. All right, so let's get to our burgers. Jason, how many do you have this week? Three. Oh my god. They're so bad. If you guys could see the smile he's (laughs) giving me right now, it's like the biggest (laughs) eating grin ever. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, they they fit right (laughs) into the this whole podcast that we're doing. Okay. They're really dumb. All right. So I have three. Okay. I also have three. Although one is a callback to A burger that didn't win, but I feel like this time has a chance. So you're saying you're cheating by reusing old burgers. It's just really, it's a good one. So... You think it didn't win the first time for a good reason? No. No? I believe it was robbed. By which burger? Which burger won in its place? I don't remember. (laughs) Okay. So tell me your first burger. Spleen up in aisle two. <laughs> what? That sounds disgusting. So it's a double this decker. This is like a hospital. It's a burger. It's a double decker burger, and one of the burgers is made with a spleen patty, and what it's an this? actual thing. Like people eat spleen. Why? Because it's high in nutrients. Ew! I just <laughs> like I don't understand people who also eat liver. That's disgusting. I'm sorry. Stop eating body parts of other things. Ugh. Yeah, if I followed that rule, I'd never eat another hot dog in my life, because that's all of the body parts. Well, maybe you shouldn't eat hot dogs. They're delicious. Ew. So, 
that's my first burger and it's awesome <sighs> spleen up on aisle nine spleen up in aisle two because it's oh, a double decker burger oh god okay that's so gross i would never order that <laughs> okay it would, be, it would be new experience all right my first burger is it's chive o'clock somewhere burger Okay. <laughs> it's not a drinking. Quit- no, but it's like quitting time. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, quitting time burger. Yeah, it's okay. a quitting time burger. Okay. Five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Oh god. Okay, tell me your second one. I'm I'm debating which <laughs> one to go with for my second one. Okay. okay, I'm gonna end on a on a high. So I'll just do it's eight items or cress burger. Like watercress. Yeah, it's garden cress. Oh. Yeah. So it's like eight items or cress? Yeah, so it's going to be, I don't know, eight different ingredients. So garden cress and seven other stuff. All right, my second burger is employee of the leak. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of like employee of the month, that didn't work. So I had to go with employee of the leak. Oh, it's gross. Weekly. Yeah. No? Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. Linda's definitely employee of the week, right? She gets she got crown promoted. shift manager. Yeah. So. All right. My third burger is the attention sloppers. <laughs> oh my God. That's so bad. It's so good. What are you talking about? I mean, it's so bad, but I also love it. It's a sloppy Joe burger, obviously. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I think yours definitely are going to win. Even with my still good Dolly Parton reference burger, my working nine to chive. Another chive, I know. But You doubled down with <laughs> chive and five. I know. So basically you only have one burger because your two counter cancel each other out. Oh, come on. <laughs> but come on, working Nine to chive, what a way to bake a living. <laughs> You're just saying the same burger in two different ways. Whatever. It's in fact, it's the it's same way. Reference. Okay. <laughs> it counts. You're so it's, fired. It's, hey. it's a, you've had, you've worked here a week and you're fired. <laughs> okay, so remind me what yours were again. Spleen up in aisle two. Oh god. Eight items or cress. Mm-hmm. Attention sloppers. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know which one of those should win, but I like them better than mine. Because <laughs> they're so bad that they're good, you know? Oh yeah. Okay, not eight items. Not that one. No. It's between the other two. Spleen up an aisle too. I, I prefer attention sloppers. Okay, let's go with that one then. Okay. Attention sloppers is our burger of the week. Oh god. <laughs> That's good, because I came up with that one, like, as I was walking over here to record. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Good. All right, so that brings us to the end of Burger of the Week, a Multiverse Radio production. Thank you so much for listening. The best way to spread the word or show your support is by leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes. But you can also come and talk to us on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or on Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast, and you can always send us an email from our website, multiverseradio.ca. Next week, we're going to discuss Season 3, Episode 15, OT, The Outside Toilet. Hmm. Interesting. This, this is... is not an episode I've rewatched frequently, so I'm intrigued to see how I feel. This is an episode I missed on my initial watch through many years ago. Really? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm going to have some stuff to say because E.T. is like my favorite childhood movie, so 
we're going to see how it does in comparison to that amazing classic. That nightmare inducing. No, no, no. The adorable alien who has simply lost his way. The terrifying creature that haunts a small child. We are going to very much disagree on E.T. forever because Jason is crazy pants. But anyway. At least I wear pants, unlike E.T. He doesn't need pants. He's an alien. Just saying, he could use some Levi's. Okay, well, join us next week for this interesting discussion. Bye. Bye. At least he, I wear pants. He doesn't need to wear pants. <laughs> Everyone needs to wear pants. Not if you're an alien. He this doesn't is have a an pants on. Penis. This is just because he doesn't have one doesn't mean he doesn't need one. Maybe he'd prefer a little bit of wind protection. He wears a dress eventually. Is that okay? Well, also he wears Elliot's thing, the 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 hoodie eventually, mm-hmm. and that covers him because he's very short. Maybe he was chilly. Maybe he could have used something to cover up his lower regions. He ends up getting covered up, so cool it. <clears throat> okay. You prude! Uh-huh. uh-huh. Sure. <laughs>